In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up the hill. There he sat down and was joined by his disciples. Then he began to speak. This is what he taught them. How happy are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy the gentle, they shall have the earth for their heritage. Happy those who mourn, they shall be comforted. Happy those who hunger and thirst for what is right, they shall be satisfied. Happy the merciful, they shall have mercy shown them. Happy the pure in heart, they shall see God. Happy the peacemakers, they shall be called sons of God. Happy those who are persecuted in the cause of right, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy are you when people abuse you and persecute you, and speak all kinds of calumny against you on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. This is how they persecuted the prophets before you. The Gospel of the Lord. Let's start with the Gospel 101. Beginners class question. How many Beatitudes are there? If you count the total number of happy in the text, you will say it's nine. But tradition has normally counted them as only eight. On the surface, verse 11 could be viewed as the nine Beatitude, but it is really an expansion of verse 10, the eight Beatitude. Although all eight Beatitudes are mostly worded in a similar way, the first and the eighth stand out from the rest of the Beatitudes for two reasons. First, both share the same promise and assurance. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Secondly, the promise in these two Beatitudes speak of a present reality in contrast to the future tense which is used in the other six Beatitudes. Both the present and future tenses in this text show us that the kingdom of heaven is both present and not yet. The kingdom is present with the disciples now. Happy are you. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. But the full blessing of the kingdom will have to wait for the age to come. They shall have the earth as their heritage. They shall be comforted. They shall be satisfied. Another way to put it is that Jesus has brought the kingdom of heaven to earth in his own life and teachings and definitively by his death and resurrection. And we can enjoy foretastes of it here and now. But a full experience of the life of the kingdom will have to wait for the age to come. This is the reason why Christians should be rejoicing, even where there seems to be little reason to do so as they are beset on all sides by troubles and hardships, because the kingdom which was inaugurated by Jesus Christ is already a present reality. But how come it doesn't feel like that? Well, the Beatitudes remind us that though our present experience may be filled with grief, violence, injustice, we are still blessed and should remain happy. 
because the consolation, relief, fulfillment which our Lord promised are assured in the future. But this does not mean that we have to wait for the afterlife to reap our rewards. In the already but not yet reality of the kingdom of heaven, we are blessed now for things we have haven't yet experienced in full. This is the reason why Jesus begins each beatitude by announcing the happiness or blessedness experienced in the present. The blessedness of the future seeps into the present because of the redemption decisively accomplished to the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in highlighting the strange and unexpected values of his kingdom, Jesus challenges us repeatedly to realize his way is full of surprises. His kingdom doesn't look like all the kingdoms of the earth to which we are so accustomed. Finally, the Beatitudes are not prescriptions on how we can solve problems. They are proclamations of what is already a reality. Jesus is announcing where his kingdom is found and who will inherit its fullness so that we can recognize it when we see it and join in. In the Beatitudes, Jesus shows us the beauty of renewed world we fail to recognize or imagine so that we may continue to explore their depth, have our expectations overturned, and live in the light of his eternal kingdom. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.